What is up, guys? Thank you all for checking out this edition of New Generation Hero Talk. It's our second podcast of the week, and we're doing this because we, we wanted to make sure we, we gave our thoughts on Superman and Lois, the new CW series that debuted this past week, um, or this week, current, this current week. Um, it's funny, Kendall, you know, Kendall joins me, Shamari's not going to be here for this pod, but, uh, but, but Kendall, what, what's interesting about this show, to me, is for a show that's centered around arguably the most recognizable superhero. It feels like CW's promotion for this show has been super understated. And I think, you know, people are starting to see some of the reaction to the show. And I think it's taking a lot of people by surprise, but I think that's part of it. I think that, you know, there certainly seemed to be a bigger hype machine behind Arrow, behind the debut of Flash. And for whatever reason, I don't know if Pandemic kind of it was part of the reason, but it just seems like this show kind of like snuck up on everybody. And when you watch it, I mean, it's 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 a powerhouse, uh, at least as far as I'm concerned. What do you, what do you make of, of that? And, and do you do you agree that you think that this is kind of a show that's kind of snuck up on people? Um, yeah, I think it did sneak up on people a little bit, and I agree that I think some of that was the marketing. Um, you know, I feel like. They didn't want to. I don't think they wanted to 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 you know lead people in a direction where the show wasn't going, um, and they haven't done that. I, I think uh, anybody that's followed, uh, that's, that's really followed the the promotion knows that um, kind of knew what the show was gonna be, uh, and that it wasn't necessarily gonna be like your your standard uh, Superman show. But um, you know, if you promote this thing, you know like as much as you did arrow and the flash then which are you're more you know certainly more superhero-y shows than this one was in, in in episode one um i don't think they wanted to deal with that necessarily um and i don't think they necessarily wanted this show to be the face of the of the network um if, for for lack of a better term so there are reasons why I, they, I think they decided not to not to push it, but um, that doesn't that doesn't affect the quality of the show that we got. The quality of the show we got is, like you said, very high, um, which we'll talk about. But, but yeah, it's an interesting interesting uh, observation. Yeah, and I'd argue uh, not. It's so weird you say that. Like they, like the idea that they didn't want this to be the, the face of the network because everything about the actual like premiere night, like suggested otherwise i would agree that it felt like they kind of wanted to set the expectations to a level that was frankly just not too high hence why they didn't show us a lot for a long time um and i think kind of why they kind of really tempered it saying hey hey this is about you know family and kids and you know like any any like wild thoughts you have of this being like man of steel on television like was kind of very tempered at felt like by their disposition for how they presented this to us. But then like the two hour premiere, so it was a premiere that they started promoting months in advance. But prior to that, there really was no talk about Superman and Lois. Um, and then you had this big premiere and then you had this big half hour special after the episode was over talking about the character and the show. And, like, it's like, I, I'm not saying that things changed, but like in terms of like their, their like, you know, outlook on this, but it didn't feel like it just like, it just was shocking to me, I felt like, to, like, all of a sudden be hit with all this, like, very in-your-face, very big-time elements for a show that deserves it. It's Superman and Lois Lane. But it just, it was just surprising to see uh, how they how they went about it. So, let's, uh, this episode, we're talking about the pilot here. Um, I gotta say, Ken, I, I called it a powerhouse. Uh, this, I can't say it took me by took me by surprise in terms of the quality, only because I felt like the trailer that they showed us told me, okay, we're getting... This is not Arrow. <laughs> this, no disrespect to Arrow. This is not Arrow. This is not Flash. This is not Supergirl. And that's probably the biggest one to really compare it to, um, given, you know, obviously, the obvious uh, connections. Um, <laughs> this is this is something way more... This is something way more. Just literally, that's the way, that's the way you end the sentence. It's way more. It's way more everything. Um, the, the, the drama elements behind it, the cinematography behind it um the effects a little bit it was like the effects were so over the top once you really start to see some of the action but it was it was you know a step above 
Um, this was this was some, this was aiming to be something much bigger than that. And I gotta say, Kendall, I thought this this uh, this pilot was outstanding. I think that Ty- uh, Tyler Hoechlin to me continues to be the best live action Superman of this generation. Um, despite the fact that I felt like the last few seasons of Supergirl, they kind of neutered his character a little bit. I, I feel like seeing this like this show made me so happy because it made me like really love like this guy in this role and just like kind of making him be that dude so to speak you know he is superman he's not second to anybody and and like us them kind of reminding us that he has this burden of being this all-encompassing symbol of hope while also being a parent but also struggling like a lot of parents do because raising kids is complicated and you gotta imagine it'd be more complicated as uh as a superhero who's you know He's at the, the beacon call of, you know, the U.S. government for whenever they need assistance on a, on a major situation that could cause mass casualties. I, I thought, you know, balancing that, balancing the emotion of the death of Martha Kent, um, kind of him just, again, struggling to connect with both of his kids, particularly uh, Jordan, who, you know, I, I love that they kind of brought you introduce him this is a, a young man who's dealing with social anxiety disorder and that is an aspect of his life and his and his uh and his story that is, is very front and center like seeing clark have to deal with these very human elements for someone who we see do the supernatural on an everyday basis seeing him struggle with that as elizabeth excuse me as a uh, lois said elizabeth tulak who plays lois lane this episode says you know that makes him human and i thought they really hit all the layers of it. Um, being a son, being a father, and then even being a superhero because we know he had trouble in the showdown he had with uh, quote-unquote Captain Luthor. So, uh, despite a lot of the struggles, we also there is a, a hopeful vibe to this show. I thought it definitely picked up towards the second half of it. You know, maybe the first half was a little bit depressing, but I felt as the show got on, it got better. And I ended up being super, super invested and glued to the story. And I thought this was truly an outstanding pilot. One of the better pilots I've seen for a superhero show. Uh, it kind of, it kind of felt, I felt like, I felt this, I kind of felt like how I felt when I watched Runaways the first time. Like when I watched this pilot. Where it's like, this is, this is it. <laughs> this is, this is truly something really good and has the potential to really be outstanding. Yeah, I mean, I, I I thought this was a really good pilot. I agree. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not all in right now on this show. I think not all there's, in. There's a lot of upside, but there, there's still there's still some things that we have to see how they how they decide to play out, how they decide to play out uh, some of these some of these storylines they're going with. But um, I am intrigued um, uh, by where they've gone. Um, First of all, you just have to love, like, I mean, it's a Superman show on the CW. We haven't had one since Smallville. Uh, Supergirl has been really good, but, you know, um, like, it, I like I didn't grow up as a, as a huge, I mean, as a huge Supergirl fan. So, it was Supergirl kind of felt like, almost like a, not a bridge, a con- but like. A consolation prize, almost. Yeah, like a consolation prize. Oh, the coolest thing we can get to a Superman right. show. You know, how cool would that be? But but now we have a Superman show, um, and and Supergirl still has its own value because Supergirl is honestly probably more of a Superman show than this will end up being a Superman show uh, in a lot of respects. But um, at least your traditional Superman show. But yeah, no, this was this was definitely this was definitely cool. Um, I think the 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 acting performances um, were all great. Um, I, I I I agree that I liked. I liked how they made this different by focusing on not just Superman, but um, but his kids. Uh, I think that, that that was an interesting twist. Um, I, I I I liked the performances of Jordan Kent and, and Jonathan Kent. Uh, though they both did good jobs. Um, you know, there were some times where I thought, you know, I thought the kid was a little Jordan Kent was a little. Uh, you know, he definitely played the whole angsty teen trope uh, 
you know, <laughs> they played, they definitely played it a little hard, but at the same time, it's kind of a, it's a crazy, it's a crazy story. So, I mean, what do you want me to, how, how would I react in that situation? I don't know. But, you know, regardless, um, but ultimately, I thought, I thought they had very interesting stories. I thought it was a nice twist how he was the one who had the powers when you know, you're kind of expecting, you're really, honestly, I think we're all expecting both of them to eventually have power on some level, but you're kind of expecting, you know, that Jonathan is the one who's been exhibiting the powers earlier than Jordan. And, uh, so that was a nice twist, uh, to have it be the opposite. Um, I definitely feel like there probably still is, a is something going on with, with, with Jonathan's powers as well. Um, but that remains to be seen. Um, but I liked the stories with, 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 uh, Lana, Lana uh, Lang coming in and her family. Um, it, ultimately, again, I, I, it was a really, it was a really nice show. I, to me, it's just where I just want to see how how are they going to format this show? Is it going to be formatted? To me, it feels more similar to Star Girl than it is to anything that we've seen in the CW, and that's yeah. going to be interesting to follow. I mean, I love Star Girl. Didn't mm-hmm. think I would love Star Girl. I uh, was very skeptical, but it was an excellent show. Um, and I feel like the formatting for this show probably seems to be falling in the trajectory of something closer to Stargirl, where it's not necessarily a week-to-week, uh, freak-of-the-week kind of show, but more of a, a linear story that, you know, is developing over time. Yeah, I get that. I get that impression as well. Um It'll, it'll be interesting if that holds up because, you know, doing that for 20 episodes is a lot harder than doing it for 13 or whatever Star Girl was. So that presents, I'm assuming this is 20 some plus episodes. I think that's what it is. Uh, that presents a bit of a, of a different challenge. It doesn't mean that it, it can't be done or done really well, but it is, it is a challenge. Um, Staying on the staying on the kids real quick. Uh, I love, you know, the introduction to both of them. I love that, you know, Jonathan is, you know, playing uh, as Raiden on Injustice, kicking the crap. Or Jordan, of, yeah. Uh, Jordan, I'm sorry. Jordan is playing Injustice, kicking the crap out of <laughs> Superman. I uh, just thought that was just well played and and and, and ironic good stuff. Yeah. And very ironic, yeah. And um, I, I kind of, you know, again, I I really like their dynamic. I really, you know, for like. Because of, I feel like a lot of times those dynamics where you have one kid who's like this very popular, very like, you know, for lack of a better term, high school successful because he's an athlete and he has friends and stuff like that. And you have the brother who's not. Like sometimes you can, you can like turn that, that character into a heel. Like Jonathan could have come across very like, uh, douches for lack of a better term. And apologies for my language. Um, but like he doesn't. Like, like I really like that, like, yeah, he teases his brother, and yeah, he, like, you know, they go back and forth, but, like, he does genuinely, like, love him, and, you know, seeing them stand up for him, you know, when they were ready to throw down with the guys at the, uh, at the party in Smallville, and, you know, and, and seeing him kind of, like, you know, go through this little adventure with Jordan to find out what was going on, and, and why they were able to survive, you know, all those pipes falling on them, like, to be seeing him, like, be supportive of his brother, through that, like, I thought was was really good writing, because I feel like lazy writing is, like, turning that kid into, like, kind of like a little jerk, and he wasn't. He's very much like his dad, but just, like, cooler, because he's, you know, he's a teen in 2021, so he's not going to be this, like, nerd, you know what I'm saying? But, um, he grew up in Metropolis. Yeah, and he grew up, you're right, and, he, and he's, like, he's sophisticated, you know, because not only is he he's the son of Superman, he's the son of Lois Lane, and Lois Lane is a quick-talking, slick, uh, you know, like like charismatic person, so I, I think like you know, you know Jordan, you know has you know his social anxiety issues, so some maybe some of their personalities don't show up as much. Though you know, um, when we meet the uh, young girl who's uh, Lana's daughter, you know we kind of under- learn more about Jordan, how he was very caring and very you know sweet to her, and that like she remembered that, and that is very much like Clark. But I felt like you know seeing like Jonathan exhibit those uh, those characteristics of both of them even when again some writers may have took him in a different direction i really appreciate it because writing i think writing teens is very tricky and also really important 
for like just like how you're projecting, you know, characters that are supposed to be characters that we root for. And again, they I thought they could have really botched Jonathan given the parameters they set for everybody's roles on the show. But like I think they have them in a really good sweet spot. So I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there were there were some. I mean, I I agree that first of all, yeah, I really like the Don Gang character. Um, you know, I think I thought they did a really good job with him. Like you said, they they to- definitely told the line of yeah, you of, got to yeah, they definitely told the line. I thought they thought they 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 ended up in a pretty in a pretty good spot. Um. With, with with where his character was in terms of like and being like likability or not, you know, I, I mean, there were a lot of times where I actually think he was more likable than the other one, um, because you know, uh, you know, Jordan was dealing with whatever, yeah, whatever issues he was yeah, dealing with, and right, exactly, you know, yeah, if, if especially if you're watching it from Superman's perspective, you know, you're watching the show from Superman's perspective, and like, you know, you have the the kid who's like kind of out of it a little bit, and you're, you know, so. so Realize the Superman just Superman just thought you know save the nuclear reactor you know (laughs) and this kid's giving them grief like come on kid yeah that like that's the that yeah that's what the that's the that's what they want you to to feel you know it's very like Shamari he's not on the show today but he's he he watched it he was telling me very Andy Strucker vibe Andy Strucker from the Gifted (laughs) you know but better than even better than Andy Strucker like Andy Strucker was. Uh, was a t- I mean, that was a tough, that was a tough storyline, especially season one of The Gifted. Uh, the 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 ten of us that have uh, yeah, show, <laughs> yeah, showing yeah, showing Jordan's humanity throughout this episode, and like I think the problem, like, well, I would argue that like obviously like these two shows are trying to accomplish two different things, but like the Andy Strucker sure. character, like, it was hard to feel good for because you didn't really see aspects of him that were sweet and that were caring and things like that. Like, with Jordan, you see that. And I think it's important to note that maybe these people who do have these outbursts and, and maybe are struggling with something, like, they, they, they're not that 24-7, you know. Um, he does have those moments where he's, he's you know, having fun with his brother or they're making fun of each other or they're getting in some kind of adventure. Like, like that 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 Strucker character in The Gifted, like, was very one note. And I think that's why he was very unlikable. You could argue that's what the point of him was, but... I agree that, like, they're very similar people, and this is, like, an example of, like, how you could have turned that character into someone that you actually root for. Yeah. Um, Apologies to the people who are listening to this or watching this and have not watched The Gifted, but you should. It's a really good show. It's a show about yeah, different characters. Yeah, you know, a show that... A, a, another another callback that I got was um, a show that's a little more popular is Entourage, and I think they definitely, with Jonathan Kent, they went for, like, a Vincent, Vincent Chase kind of... Well, kind of, Emmanuel like, Shirkey Sh- 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 is in the show, so like her yeah. being Lana Lang, like yeah. you know, there you go. Um, <laughs> that's an interesting, like a more of a more of a Vinny, a Vinny Chase kind of kind of vibe with Jonathan <laughs> Kent, but um, it, to me, it's it's ultimately what the what's gonna what's gonna make or break the show is gonna be what they do with the Superman character. Mm-hmm. The Superman show, and that's what people are are wanting to see. Like you said, Tyler Hoechlin uh, is an incredible Superman. You know, it has to be said. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why we. I mean, Shamari was the one that was he's the biggest detractor of this idea because he thought it'd be kind of boring. Um, I'm putting words. I'm really, words in I'm really upset. Not to say that you know, oh, like me and Ken can't hold it down, but I'm really upset. Sham can't be on this show because for someone who, like you mentioned, how this show reminds you a lot of Star Girl, um, and I agree with that. I feel like this to me is like a very much a mixture of Stargirl and Smallville. And I've heard a lot of people talk about how like this feels way more like a, a sequel to Smallville than it does a sequel to um, Supergirl. Like, I would love to hear his thoughts on like this episode because just like we know he's like, you know, the keeper of the tale when it comes to everything Smallville. He's watched every episode probably multiple times. And I think I think for a lot of you know, Smallville was trending yesterday on social media i think that a lot of those fans really got a lot of great nostalgia from this episode yeah that's an interesting that's an interesting point um i have to see this more of this show before i before i can say that obviously it's gonna now you know most of it will be centered in smallville and <laughs> it was pretty clear where they were going when it was like oh all the characters you're introducing are like from smallville <laughs> we're not meeting any of the metropolis people so i i wonder where this is going but yeah, we got homeboy um, that homeboy that fired. We got homeboy that fired Clark, and then that was it. <laughs> you don't know anybody else from yeah, Metropolis. Yeah. So, 
but uh, it's, they, but that's interesting. The Smallville, the Smallville comp. You know, I feel like um, I have to see more uh, before before I can before I can dive into that. You know, but we're gonna certainly get more of like you know that that high school drama kind of thing, which um, you know CW always loves to <laughs> always loves. So I'm not 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 a surprise there, but. Yeah, no, I thought this was this was a this was a good first episode. What do we think about uh, the Captain Luthor situation? You know, this is, this is something that we talked about on our show months ago. Uh, that I believe the Illuminati had reported. Uh, you know, it's the it's the it's the it's the it's the, it's the business we're in. You know, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> had we not known about had we not done this show, we probably wouldn't have known about it. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just like with uh, with WandaVision, we probably wouldn't know about you know the situation with uh, Quicksilver. But um, regardless, I don't think they wanted you to know who it was throughout the episode. But you're watching right. it and you're kind of like, all right, this is probably a certain guy. The way he was talking, and uh, I wasn't 100 percent sure. But then again, it kind of sounds like it's a black guy. And we had heard that there was going to be a black Luthor in the show. Um, and then he takes the helmet off and they're like, you know, Captain Luthor. What, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think is going on? They Apparently the showrunner confirmed that this is a product of uh, Christ's son, if in Earth. Okay, that's interesting. So somehow... So I'm not 100% convinced that this is actually Lex Luthor. Um, right. I, I think that... Because there are a couple of clues. Like number one, like his, like his tech is super advanced, even for Lex Luthor. His his proficiency in combat with someone like Superman way too good. Um, I I don't I think that this is uh, this he's is very Kryptonian or he's writing he's writing Kryptonian like and that's that mean that that one may not too far off from Luthor, but I think that this is some kind of Lex descendant. I don't. I don't think that this is particularly the Lex Luthor that we know, and that the, the twirly mustache Luthor. So this is a Eobar Don situation. I think so. I think that this is somebody who has somehow made it to this timeline, and is a is you know hated Superman forever because of like I guess whatever he's done to his family, and uh, and he happens to be black. <laughs> you know, like just like a lot of white people in this country, they have you no. Know, they end up having uh, you know. For the future, in the future, they end up being you know black descendants, just like uh, a lot of folks. So, like that's the and I think especially when you call him Captain Luthor, like that's Luthor has never been a captain of anything. Like that's mm-hmm. never been he's never been part of a ship or a team. He's been part of teams, but he's never referred to him as like a captain or nothing military like. So when I hear that, they okay, like they they want you to think this is Lex Luthor, and maybe it is quote unquote Lex Luthor, but it's not the Lex Luthor that we know. That's what I, I think is clearly going on. Yeah, there's clearly something uh, in this story that's different about these characters, or this character, rather. Um, you know, obviously, look, he said he's not. He said, you know, he said he's not from this world. So, yeah. is it a situation where maybe he's from, you know, uh, uh, an Earth like like even when we saw Earth Two in the Flash, like Earth Two was was definitely different from Earth One. Um, I don't know if like it was that much more advanced, but there were differences, obviously. Um, but is he from an Earth that is much more advanced? If that's the case, I, I still don't know why he doesn't look like John Cryer from Supergirl. But um, yeah, that, that's that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. Uh, I mean, we talked about it on our on our show at the time that John Cryer was an excellent Lex Luthor. Would have been great to see him and Hawkland, uh, you know, matching matching scenes or sharing scenes but um but this will be they have a specific story that they want to tell i'll let them tell it um you know i I, again i i still again i still hold i still feel the jury's a little bit out on this show just because we don't know where the story's going i think this is going to be a very story driven show like format is not going to be nearly as uh important or like in terms of it not it's not gonna be free of the week so you're not gonna have to you're not gonna have to worry about like 
all right, I, I like the format of the show. The format's not really relevant because I think a lot of it's going to be about just where is the story, where is the story taking you? Similar to Star Girl. And Star Girl had an awesome story. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see with this show. Um, stuff with Morgan Edge is kind of interesting. You know, uh, I, think, I think the Morgan Edge element is going to be important to giving Lois something to do. Uh, right. Because, you know, Superman will have to be, will be, you know, obviously both of them are, are dealing with the kids. But then Superman himself, I think Superman probably has a little bit more of a challenge given he's Superman. Um, and, you know, he's not, Lois is not really going to change. She'll change a little bit only that now that she does have to keep the secret. But she's not going to change much in terms of like her job and what they expect from her. Because none of that really changes except for with the move, and we'll talk about the move in a second. But with, uh, but with 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 her, you know, outside of dealing with the kids, they're gonna need something else for her to do. Yeah. And, you know, she starts asking a lot of those questions about, you know, you knew that Morgan Edge bought your bank, and she's like, no, and, and that, you know, that that to me is gonna be the uh, the, the showdown that's gonna be kind of twofold: Superman against Luthor and Lois versus Edge. Yeah, no, that's a good uh, that's a good observation. Because um, the show's called Superman and Lois, you know? Exactly. And so you can't have a show called Superman and Lois and have it be about the kids. You can't have a show called Superman and Lois and have it be about Superman. It's got to be about Superman and Lois primarily. So, um, and, I think it's, and I think it's a good... I think what they're giving her is a good beat. I mean, I think that, like, fighting corporate corruption through, you know, by a media mogul who wants to not only corrupt the media... But also, um, you know, basically own small town America is very apropos to what we're seeing today, um, and and I think that like being Lois to be that champion to to fight that I think is the perfect person, perfect character. So I, I, I I'm actually looking forward to seeing how they they're able to flush out that story. We didn't get to meet Morgan Edge in this show, but he will be in the show. So seeing how that plays out, I think will be uh, will be great too. What do we um? What do we think of how this this story played out? I mean, you know, we're introduced to them. They're both still working at the Daily Planet. I thought they had a really, really uh, kind of sweet like flashback of just like how we got to this point with them. You know, him first becoming Superman, wearing shout out to them on the costuming. I know it was very CGI, but having him in the old 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 Superman costume from like the 30s. Uh, the black symbol with the S on it. I mean, just like really super classic. Um, then his first first time meeting Lois uh, to the you know her first revealing to be Superman, and then the proposal and telling Martha they're having twins. Like all that stuff was just really sweet. Um, what did you make kind of how do they introduced us to everybody, and then eventually how the story progressed? Um. I mean, the introduction was cool. You know, it's all you need, really, for a, a, a Superman show where it's like you, I mean, anyone, 90% of people watching kind of already know the, the typical story with Superman. Um, so you just have to kind of bring him up to speed on what the actual, what the, where we're at now. At what point are we in in the timeline of Superman? Uh, and so I thought they did a really good job of giving us that. Um, to the, the story of this episode. Um, again, you know, I mean, I feel like they, they, this, this was a pilot that clearly the, the, the vehicle was, um, having the, having Jordan Kent display his powers, uh, having that secret unravel, something that, they, you know, they didn't tell them at the time. Yep. Um, they hadn't told them yet. And, and getting them back to Smallville. Yeah. And having them move back to Smallville. Um, having them in Smallville is an interesting decision. I, you know, that's not. I would have preferred them in Metropolis, but you know, I got to see how the how the story uh, plays itself out. Um, but as someone who's again, you know, as someone who's seen Smallville, uh, I would have preferred to see Metropolis. But you can argue National City is supposed to be like their own version of Metropolis. So, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm cool. They I'm make cool. It different than Superhero. Yeah, I'm cool, and I want to give, uh, I don't know who, I'm not sure if it was uh, um, Schechter, uh, who's, a, uh, who's one of the you know executive producers on this, or if it was Berlanti himself, but during that uh, post-show, one of them mentioned how, you know, yeah, Smallville is their base, but, like, he's Superman. 
So really, his world is his base. Like there's no like so like I think the the hint to me was that you're gonna see him in Metropolis. You're gonna see him everywhere. Like it's just gonna be whatever is going on at home. That home will be uh, Smallville. And I actually am cool with Smallville being home because we've seen um, National City, Star City. I mean, we've seen kind of kind of major cities portrayed in this Arrowverse before. Um, besides what we're getting with uh, with. Uh, with Stargirl in Nebraska, this is, you know, first time really getting a, a true look at middle America. And the story I think that we're, we're going to see is a story of a lot more struggle than I think we're accustomed to seeing on these kind of shows. At least what we're seeing from superhero shows talking about middle America. You know, Stargirl, you know, a lot of it is, uh, you know, that you don't they don't have a lot of the, the small town issues I think we're going to see portrayed in Smallville. Like, I think that what we're going to learn quickly is, yeah, like Superman moving his family to Smallville to learn those kind of values and, and, and help them slow down will because of how it helped him will will be helpful. But I think he's also going to learn how much corporate America and just like life itself kind of has moved past Smallville, and how that's changed it and distorted it. Like this is not going to be the Smallville that he remembers and how that affects him how that affects his family, I think is going to be an element of the show that's very important. And I think, I just don't think that you could have done anything as compelling in Metropolis. Metropolis would have just been another famous city that we all know. And, you know, there's the Daily Planet. Like, it just, it, I just, I just feel like this provides way more a vehicle to do something more radical. Like, I, I feel see, like you can't, you can't yeah. do anything radical with Metropolis. And if you do, you have the chance of really upsetting people. I think it would have been interesting only from the from the from the perspective um, in Metropolis. From the Superman perspective, I could see all right. That's something that we've seen before. Jazz it up a little bit, you know. I mean, again, Smallville is something we've seen before as well. But um, you know, I, I guess now when you see it from the twins' perspective as well, it's going to feel very Smallville, you know, as opposed to you know. Say I don't know what Metropolis High, wherever they would end up going. Like that would have been that would have been a little bit more. That would have been different than obviously what we got in Smallville. Um, but you know, it, but at the same time, you know, nostalgia. You know, and and for me, like I guess for me, like Smallville was so long <laughs> ago that I don't, I don't, I like it goes back and forth. You go from is it nostalgia or are you just you know, uh, you know, rebooting and recopying copying things you already did. And it's very kind of a, it's, a, it's a fine line. I think to me that because of some of the, the little nuances they're trying to give this Smallville and the time that's gone by, I don't feel as much about how all oh, this is going to be kind of like, yes, I did say that it reminds me of Smallville, the show, but I don't think it will be, I don't think it'll feel like a rehash is what I'm trying to say. I think that they'll, they'll make it fresh and, you know, we haven't really seen like, again, like an adult Superman I don't say we haven't seen it. People have written a million stories of Superman. I'm sure there are stories of Superman living in Smallville, but it's not a lot. Like, 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 it's very rare we've seen like an adult established Superman who is still actively Superman. Like, we learned in this episode, which I think was probably my biggest concern, was is he going to retire? I thought that that might happen. He didn't retire. He's still Superman, but he's going to be living in Smallville. How that changes up everything about his world, I'm interested to see because we're so used to him kind of only going back to Smallville just to visit Mom, Pa, Kent, or to, you know, look at one specific thing or whatever, you know, like, or to visit Car or show Car or something. Like, for it to be actually where he's living and where his family is and where his kids are, like, that's a different dynamic that I think is more, again, to me, my opinion, only my opinion, more interesting than, like, what we would have gotten from the typical city kids, you know, in a city world and a city hero who's trying to save his city. I just something we've seen already. We've seen it a million times. This I think is way more unique. Um, what what were some other any other high notes for you? Or any, or any? Well, you said that. You, well, let me let me stay away from high notes. I think we've been pretty positive. You said you weren't completely bought in. What are the elements that are making you pause from being completely bought in? Yeah. So I mean, look. I mean, you know, I mentioned it with Star Girl and um, you know Berlanti and the the DC. The DC verse, you know, how they tell the story with 
you mentioned the Runaways and how the the Runaways I thought was a very accurate portrayal of characters that age. I wasn't sure about Stargirl. There were a lot of moments in Stargirl where I was like, this feels off on some level. Um, and there were moments in this episode where I thought this feels, a lot of, some of this feels off um, in terms of the portrayals. Um, not, not it wasn't a whole lot. Because, yeah, I mean, I mean, know, Jonathan, Jonathan had like, Jonathan had like, I mean, Jared had, uh, excuse me, why did I get, I keep getting his name wrong. Uh, Jordan had like a boombox or something in his in his room. I was like, like yeah, uh, was nobody. I mean, again, maybe you're trying to show he's a little different, but nobody has. If like, I, if my dad came in my room today, like, I would, he wouldn't be able to turn my music down because he'd be playing from my computer on my phone through a Bluetooth speaker. He like you know yeah, like right. like to me like yeah, that would have been nice. he wouldn't have been able to do it. or like if he did he I would have to tell him can you turn down turn back up my Bluetooth or my Alexa like right. there are little things like that as my Alexa next to me thinks I'm talking to it um there there are little things that like that that can you know show maybe a couple of things they could have gotten a little better with that yeah yeah I mean um you know I thought the <laughs> uh. The, the 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 fight was interesting. I don't know the whole the way that whole thing played out. Again, it, you know this is look, it's a drama. You know things are gonna get out of control or whatever. It'll be interesting to see how they, how that continues. You know how do they continue with the high school thing? The high school thing is it's a uh it's a, it's it's a trope that I mean a lot of shows do. You know I kind of I kind of felt like Kendall. <laughs> you talked about the fight. I kind of felt like they kind of let Sophie look kind of suspect <laughs> in this episode, and they didn't have to be. Like, I, I didn't, I don't know, like, I, like, well, first of all, I think that her story of being someone who's taking pills and things like that, like, I think that that's great. I think that connecting her to John, Jordan in that way is, is great. I keep calling him Jonathan because he looks more like Jonathan Kemp from the comics to me because of the black hair and the long hair. But, um, but the, the, the only thing I will say, I thought that that whole scene with her kissing her and then her being like, what are you doing? And then the guy comes up and he wants to fight. Like, that was like not the best handled because it just like all parties looked a little off like jordan having a connection with this girl and his response is going in for the kiss um that is you know a little more of a gray area today than it maybe it would have been if you wrote that 15 years ago um i didn't know i was like well, what's her reaction gonna be her reaction wasn't great i was like oh okay this i don't know are we going here is this what this is gonna be but then it became oh well, i actually have a boyfriend it's like well homegirl didn't tell her him, he had a boyfriend, and that's not to say that that's something she had to do, but now that kind of gives her kind of a, a different look. Like, I felt like all parties looked a little off in that whole situation, and a scene that was, I think, very important and very heartfelt. Like, these two connecting through their own personal issues, and like, because of just like some of the character choices they made in that scene, they all ended up looking not the greatest. And I think that, like, that was not the point. Like, they weren't supposed to look off. They're supposed to look very human and real. And maybe right. you could argue that was human and real, but it just seemed way too messy. But that was, like, as my girlfriend said, very, very messy stuff going on. Ultimately, again, I, I always and I always like to bring this back to, like, how old are they? Like, they're freshmen. They haven't even freshmen, started high fresh, school. Freshmen, yeah, it, freshmen to me, like, that, that was something that it would have escalated. It would have escalated to that point. Again, to be fair, that's how old they are. We don't know how old everybody at that place was. But... If we're assuming they're all around the same age, then that yeah, high, high school age, young high school age. Yeah, you know, like that. That is, you know, that wouldn't have happened. I mean, I, I'm just, you know, I mean, when, you say, when you say when you say it wouldn't have happened, what do you mean by that? It's <laughs> yeah. a shout out, uh, Drewski. What do you mean by that? <laughs> I, you know, it just. It I'm just, an old head. You gotta let me know because you you were closer to that age than I am. That way, I, I mean, you know, whatever that means, <laughs> you know, you can take that a million different ways, but. I don't think it would have happened that way. You know, I don't think it would have escalated to that point. Um, you know, it just takes a lot of gumption from a lot of people for that to happen. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just wired differently. But regardless, um, it'll be interesting to see how they how they develop that storyline. Um, how they develop that storyline because that is going to be seems like half the show. Um, and if they tell that 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 side of the show right, and then ultimately, you know, the the, the Captain Luthor thing is a risk because, you know, obviously, you know, people are going to be a little confused because Lex Luthor is not typically black. 
Uh, although if you watch the animated series, you know, you kind of like, oh, what, what's going on with like Pluto? But <laughs> regardless, he's not normally black. Um, so that is a little, that's going to, that's going to be something that they're going to have to juggle. Not necessarily him being black, but just this is a different character. If it's supposed to be like Luthor, like he's coming from another universe. Yeah, and, this guy clearly is not like the Luthor we know. Yeah, we're not, we're familiar with. So, I mean, that is not a, not a red flag, but that is something that we have to pay attention to. And that could be botched or it could be done well. You know, I've just seen too many of these shows where they, you know, they start out really good and then they struggle. Um, or just shows where they have interesting premises, but they, you know, they they miss their mark. Not to say this is, um, that this won't be great, but like there was Watchmen, where when you saw the premiere of Watchmen, we had you had no idea where the show was oh, going. Yeah, but Watchmen. This show. Yeah, be, show when I talk about pilots, like great pilots, I don't even mention Watchmen. Watchmen's on some like masterpiece ish. <laughs> That's right. a different class than anything else I've ever watched. Yeah. So that's where I'm like. That's where I'm like, you know, we got I not to say we gotta slow down on the show because it was a really good pilot, but um I am not completely sold yet on like the oh this show knocked it out of the park. Um it's on the level of a flash or an arrow to me. Uh in terms of CW. I, I think you're bugging. I think you're bugging to me. On Flash and Arrow I mean, Flash and Arrow are good pilots. I think you're bugging if you think this Wow, really? I'm talking about those pilots. Those pilots were good. I think you're bugging. If you're telling I mean, me this is longer. This is on, you know, so. this is on their level. This to me was, again, cinematography, the shooting, the perform, the acting performances. It was just, it was, it's another level. I'm not saying that it's not. Again, it's not Watchmen, but it's a step above. Our, again, the the show I think about to me is Runaways. That's the level I see it at. Um, Runaways was really good. Runaways wow. was an excellent pilot. Um... And that's the feeling I got when I watched it. I was like, yo, man, this is really good. <laughs> like, way better than I expected it to be. Like, with Flash and Arrow, like, they were good. But they were what I thought it would be. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that, and like, okay, we're different people, different opinions. But to me, like, like this was beyond, and it wasn't just the expectations. It was just the quality of it, to me, is a notch above the, what those shows still, were giving. I, I think the difference for me, particularly with Arrow, Flash, there are some similarities. But the difference, the difference for me is that like those shows had different things to accomplish because Arrow was was following the legacy of Smallville, but was kind of uh, uh, trailblazing its own path, and with a character that was introduced in Smallville but was a different actor, um, and you know we you know you're not sure about because I mean Green Arrow was a, was a you know not a a-list, you know, superhero. Um, so it was, it was a, it was a different, it was a, it was a different undertaking, uh, <laughs> which uh, it sounds like a pun, I guess, right? Because the undertaking was something that happened. In yeah, that was actually at this, actually a season one, that was a <laughs> yeah, season one storyline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no pun intended. But it was a different undertaking for that show, and to get you locked in on Arrow, it's a lot tougher, I think, to get you locked in on the show. Um, so that that's why, and I think the Flash. The Flash is a little easier because the Flash is a little more popular, a little more closer to Superman. Um, but even that one now, you're like, all right, now you have to balance. He was introduced in the Flash, which is interesting, but like now you have to give him his own, like give him his own storyline. And that one was easier, but they also that one was just really good. I mean, I don't know the Flash to me, like that one you just had to watch. You had to watch the show after you saw the first episode. Um, because they introduced like a real like conspiracy, and this one did too, but this one not nearly as interesting as the stuff with Red Reverse Flash. And... Yeah, the Reverse Flash stuff was truly epic, but yeah. like, and I agree with that. I guess I just feel like the rest of it was really good, but not to the level of this. And again, I, I'm not talking about just story. Again, I'm talking about just my presentation. The presentation of this was totally. This is they put more money in this. It's obvious. Oh, oh yeah, I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not acknowledging that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with that. But, right. um, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's just you know we have different uh right different scale. We're grading on a different scales, I guess. You know, if we're talking about just overall, like like you said, the the presentation of the show and the, kind of the the more aesthetic kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, the show does that really well. The cinematography, high level. Um, I mean, if there was one thing I would say 
that I'd say was like not downer per se, but like besides the again, I thought the 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 you know party in the woods scene was like uh, a little a little weird. I think that could have been written out a little better. I I, I know I mentioned you know I feel like Lois is again they're gonna have to really give her something. I felt like you know this episode was very Superman heavy, and that's great. Obviously, I love Superman, but like I I feel like there's a lot more we can do with Lois, and I want to see her more get involved and because you know if you you are taking her away from the daily planet and we'll see maybe they'll say oh she's a remote reporter or whatever but it, it, you know <laughs> if that's not a part of her life in the way it accustomed is accustomed to being I, I not to say that's a down part but like you know this episode they didn't really establish much other than kind of laying the tea leaves for a showdown with my with, uh, with edge they i want to see that kind of flushed out a little better um the second thing is i would agree i think you mentioned it like to me like the luthor thing is a risk um, and I wouldn't say necessarily it's a risk. Well, I think the, the reasons you said are true. I agree that that makes it a risk. But also, I, I kind of was hoping that they would give me a completely original villain for, like, this season. Like, like if they were going to do this, I don't feel like, yo, just make someone up that's, like, mad cool. Like, I, like sometimes, like, some of, these, some of the best, like, iterations of, like, new media is, like, when you just bring someone totally from out of nowhere and make them... A villain, like to me, like the, the best example I can think of is like Fantasia for Batman. Like I would have loved like a villain like that to be. And not say you want to win a Fantasia, but like someone totally new, totally fresh, and just I mean, original. arguably the best villain in the Arrowverse is it's, yeah, it's from yeah, it's one. It, I wouldn't say arguably. Uh, some people may say that. Whoa, 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 whoa! But I, <laughs> I, I don't think I I think he's clear. He's but, top five. He's top but, five. But. But, uh, oh, you said Arrowverse. I think you meant on Arrow. My bad. Yeah, um, in the Arrowverse. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can't, like... That's, yeah, that's yeah, I'm not gonna... Point. Yeah, that's too many characters to go around. Yeah, um, <laughs> I haven't even gone through, but I can't just see that. I'll stop yeah, no, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about on Arrow, I think. Yeah, on Arrow? I mean, yeah, him and, him and Slade Wilson. Slade is the only conversation to me I'm having. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slade Wilson. But you're right. Like, that's a great example of them, like, you know, taking extreme liberties with a character and essentially just making them whatever they wanted. And... Yeah. Presenting something truly epic, like seeing this, like I, I, like I'm intrigued by Captain Luthor, but like because I got Superman and you're, you're is for for now you're playing it pretty straight. You're gonna let me do, you're gonna let me see him do Superman stuff. I would have been cool if y'all just gave me something completely new and different. And like, like I kind of was hoping, like I mean, I knew this was gonna be where we were going, but I would have like loved for there to have been like a completely original villain. And and again, like you could use those still other Superman villains to help tell the story of this villain, too. Like, because you have this villain doesn't mean you don't do anyone else. Like, Phantasm, Joker's in it, and other people are in it, you know? Uh, I, like, to me, like, I, I would have loved to see them maybe do something like that. But uh, but otherwise, I mean, I loved it. I I, uh, I loved it. If I if I had to give a grade, I'd give this 9 out of 10. Um, I thought that this was a, a really great show. I'm, I'm also curious what the deal is with the Langs. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, homeboy. Uh, you know, Cushing definitely looks suspect. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what her deal is. Uh, his deal is rather. Um, Kyle Cushing, the, uh, the the husband of of Lana Lang, and right. Lana was even acting a little suspect. You know, I don't know. It's I, I want to know what that's about. Well, look, man, Smallville. I mean, look, I think they're just playing the whole. Uh, you know, Smallville is in Metropolis thing. You know what I mean? I mean. Uh, you know, they they watch different they watch different <laughs> TV shows than we do. They watch different channels than we do. Nah, um, Kyle Cushing, man, he was giving Clark way more static than I I appreciated. I was like, yo, man, Clark, yeah, <laughs> detach the arm your arm from your body in like two seconds. Chill out, yeah, yeah. It was it was interesting. Um, I clearly, it definitely, you definitely, you know, you watch enough of these shows to feel like. All right, something's gonna something's up with, with those guys, with uh, particularly the Cushing guy. I mean, you feel like is he working with Morgan Edge on some level, working for Morgan Edge on some level? The way he was defending him was kind of bizarre. Um, or you know, maybe that's just like how that town is being manipulated. I don't know. Well, you'll have to. Well, I mean, see I mean, I, I don't say that necessarily. Say I dislike what's going on. I'm just suspicious. But I yeah. think that, like, the Cushing character, I thought was a well-written character. Like, that guy 100% exists in somewhere in Kansas. The guy yeah, is just like, yes, corporations, you're going to give us jobs. Just do whatever you want. I don't care if you're destroying my neighborhood. 
the only way we can save our neighborhood is for you to come in and save everything. Like that guy, one hundred percent exists. So jobs, jobs, jobs. <laughs> that guy, one hundred percent exists. So like to me, like like I I I I, I did not like him because that kind of person I typically don't like. But like the character was good, and like the the actor who played him was doing a good job. Uh, child Eric Valdez. But um, but you know, obviously it was easy to dislike him because of that. But I love this episode, man. Uh, uh, really, again, very few low points. Um, I'm excited to see the way the show goes. So, yeah, I give it a... Uh, and, again, shout-out to the nostalgia of the old costume. That was something that was, I think, truly great for a lot of Superman fantasy. Um, so, yeah, 9 out of 10. Uh, I'll go 8 out of 10. Uh, you know... <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll go 8 out of 10. I feel like this is a... A good show. Uh, it was a good episode. Um, has the ability to get better, um, but also has the ability to falter. So we'll we'll see where it where it lines up. Um, it doesn't feel like this is going to be a show that's like heavily relying on the action. So you know you kind of have to kind of adjust your scores based off of that. Um, you know, don't come into this expecting it to be, you know, an action fest. Don't expect it to be. An episode of Superman the animated series or Justice League, uh, but um, but ultimately I thought it was it was it was a it was a good episode. I, if if you like all the characters, then it's a good sign. For so far, I, I like all the characters. Um, so well, hopefully that 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 continues. But this will be an interesting one to track. So far, it's the best thing the CW has this season so far. So, well, yeah. Black Lightning has been really good. But I, I gotta it's, watch Black Lightning. I haven't checked out Black Lightning yet. It's close. But uh, yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get into that tonight. Um, yeah, Black Lightning. Very good uh, season. We'll review that soon. So Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, um, yeah, guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for checking out uh, this edition of New Generation Hero Talk, our review of the pilot of uh, Superman and Lois. Of course, you can catch all of our shows on the New Generation Podcast Network. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also catch us on YouTube, New Generation Media. Follow us on social media or on Twitter uh, at New Generation Pod, on Instagram at New Generation Podcast, and on Facebook, New Generation Media. You can find Kendall on Twitter uh, at New Gen Ken. You can find me on Twitter at EJ underscore Stewart, and on Instagram at Action EJ. Thank you guys again for checking us out. For Kendall, I'm EJ. Stay easy, guys. Peace.